Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. New opening today. Really cool, Tony. Thank you so much for the new opening. i uh, got something I want to play for you here talking about openings. I didn't know Tony was going to have a new opening today, but as I, I just moved into a new studio office area and I was going through a bunch of old tapes that I had, cassette tapes. Imagine that, cassette tapes. And uh, some of you may know, back in the 90s, I did a early morning talk radio show in Evansville, uh, Indiana. I was on from six until nine in the morning, followed by, oh boy, one of the, what was his name? I can't think of his name, but I will. Uh, one of the Watergate guys who had a uh, program. Hey, Hazel, thank you for being with me this morning. And uh, so I had this program and here, and I found the opening. Actually, I found a whole recorded play, but here's the opening. Here's how I opened my show. I thought you might enjoy it. Today's the 18th day of July, 1995. What do we got? 166 days left. There you go. 26 years ago, I guess this past week, uh, that was the opening to my radio show. So it was a lot of fun and just thought you might enjoy hearing that as we uh, as we go along. So welcome aboard. Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. A uh, little change, but still like doing the broadcasting portions of what's going on here to answer your questions, whatever they may be about MagnaWave, PEMF, training, machines, uh, anything that it may be. Someone just sent me a text. Uh, remember those days. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Maybe I got an old listener out there uh, paying attention to us. But uh, at any rate, uh, if you have a question, uh, please uh, put it in the, chat, in the chat box and we will be able to have a look at it and answer your questions if you'd like to give me a call and we can have a conversation about what it is you'd like to talk about send your text text your name to 502-414-3436 and i will call you back and then we can certainly as i say have a conversation about whatever it is that you would like to uh, talk about a lot of things going on i've been very busy the last week or so moving into my new office studio area that will show you as we uh, go on to be able to do some interviews and things like that in a more direct fashion out of the new studio so we're excited about that and we look forward to bringing you a lot of good content good information learning materials with regard to MagnaWave and all things MagnaWave. Let's see here, comments, let's see who's with us today. Idle Hour, Amber Huff is with us. Uh, Wendy is with us this morning oh, with a question. Uh, David's with us, hello from Mississippi. Glad that you're here. 
And let's see that. Oh, oh, there's more but back at the beginning. John's with us uh, from Europe, Northern Lights, Idle Hour. I said that already. Michelle is with us. Kim's with us. Uh, Mary's with us. Becky Russ from Iowa. Rob from Alberta. Yes, so thank you. Uh, Linnea Markham is with us this morning. Hello. Of course, John's there, LOL. Uh, hearing that at 6 a.m., I would have thrown the radio. <laughs> Through the window. Well, you know, I'd been up since four at that point. A lot of coffee and so forth. But uh, Joyce is with us. Brandy's with us this morning. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Jessica, Katie, uh, JD. Oh, boy, just a lot of folks. We're glad you're here and we we appreciate it. Let's get up here and uh, let me let me answer a question that I was asked uh, overnight uh, via email. And then we'll get into some of the other questions. And again, if you'd like to uh, send me a message to the uh, 502-414-3436, I'd be happy to get right back to you and answer your questions live. All right. Um, I received a message wanting to know if MagnaWave was the same as TMS, transmagnetic stimulation that is used for uh, depression, stroke patients, uh, autism uh, treatments uh, in the U.S. It's, it's called transmagnetic stimulation. That's their description of PEMF. Uh, the question was, are they the same? In, in theory, in basic usage, they are the same. We're both producing magnetic signals uh, that penetrate into the body. They use the TMS devices to specifically go at areas on the brain that they pinpoint, whether it's memory loss or depression or tumors, whatever the situation may be, that's how those devices are used. If you read their description of how TMS works, basically they're describing pulsed signals that penetrate magnetic signals that penetrate into the skull, into the body for treatment. And it is PMF and it is very similar. Now, certainly they can make claims because it is an FDA cleared device and it's been FDA cleared. On, maybe they were the third or fourth device cleared by the FDA for a specific usage. And that's, that's how that particular situation works. A lot of people talk about PEMF being FDA approved and it is for specific devices and specific indications. Most of us today in the field of veterinary PEMF uh, do not have um, devices that are FDA cleared. That's because it costs a lot of money and takes a lot of time to do that. We do have a one of our devices that is now FDA registered in the process of being FDA uh, cleared for specific usages. And it is our Spiro Go device. It's actually the human side of that device. But both of those devices are FDA registered uh, at this point. And so we're moving down that road to do that. I think we're one of the first companies in our area of strength of PEMF uh, that is FDA registered. There are some others, I believe Beamer is FDA registered for some areas and uh, then certainly there are other FDA registered cleared devices for non-union bone healing, the TMS device for strokes and those types of things. So, uh, but when you get down to how that works, it is device specific. Uh, for years, uh, when we first started and people had class three, la class four lasers and, and they, in the veterinary space, there, people were saying, well, yeah, they're FDA approved. And they were for teeth uh, in humans. And, but the device was, did go through all the rigors of safety testing and, and, and studies and 
510K registration with the FDA for a specific usage. That didn't mean that it couldn't be used as it was used in the, in the veterinary space and other people uh, as a device used off-label is a term that a lot of folks talk about with various devices. But so that just wanted to clear that up, how that works with the TMS compared to the MagnaWave or compared to PEMF as we go forward. So there's a lot happening uh, in those spaces. And I've talked about this, the, the, uh, the um, SIMI devices, uh, several, some of the SIMI devices are now F uh, CE cleared for use in Europe and Canada. And they're in the process with those devices also of working to acquire some FDA registrations uh, for that for those particular devices. So that just clears some of that up uh, with regard to um, the difference between TMS and MagnaWave PEMF type of therapy. Let's come down the list here and see if we have any questions. Um, um, let's see from Ohio. I have a client who is wanting to buy something like a blanket or open to ideas to use in between. Uh, am able to come see her horse, what would you recommend? <clears throat> well, um, Brandy, there are several different blankets on the market. We are in the process of, of bringing a blanket uh, to the market ourselves that will be able to be used uh, with the Spiro Go device. Actually, it'll be able to be used with any of our devices that are two plug devices. Uh, and the, the secret is just turn the device down and put the blanket on and you'll, it'll work just fine. And so that would be one recommendation. We are in fact working on that now, but if they wanted to do something right now, uh, the, probably the blanket that is uh, most durable that I have more knowledge about would be the Centurion Therapulse uh, blanket. And it is a low voltage, low frequency blanket whereas ours will be a high voltage, uh, low frequency blanket, be able to go a little higher, put, provide more gauss or more energy to the area of use. And uh, so that is a very good idea and it would be something to hold them between treatments, most certainly uh, would be beneficial for that. Longer treatment times, uh, we'll, where they have 30 minute to hour treatment times with the blankets that are low voltage, low frequency, we'll be looking probably at at 10 to 15 minute treatment times uh, as a norm. Someone could certainly go longer if they wanted to uh, with their animals to use the blanket for 30 minutes or 45, whatever somebody would, would want to do. But it, it because of the amount of energy delivered, we will be able to have shorter uh, treatment times. That was always an issue when I first started back in 2002 in the in the veterinary equine space with I was with the Centurion company as a matter of fact and and so the treatment times as I said were 30 minutes to an hour uh, on the animals and the biggest challenge that the trainers had was they had a bunch of horses it would take a, a long time to have someone treat all of the horses and put it on. Of course, you could feel nothing. You, it, because it was low voltage, you didn't feel anything at all on the blanket. You'd have to use a magnet to feel the pulsing or a little speaker like we use to hear the, the magnetic very low sound in the background or the low signal in the background of the semi devices to be able to hear it and tell that it's on. And their biggest challenge was treating 15, 20 horses a day quite often I'd go back and the bank blanket would be in the tack room because they just didn't have time to use it. Or they would say they were using it. The, the workers would say they were putting it on and using it, but it was, a, they had other things to do and it, it just 
didn't happen. That, and I'm not saying it was that way across the board, but that was the situation that some people would get into because of the length of treatment times and the strength of device. They were very relaxing and they would help, but they just took time, much more time to get some immediate results that people were basically looking for when we came along with the higher powered machines and the class four lasers came along uh, into the marketplace, changed everything because people could get immediate results. They were looking at, you know, everybody wants instant gratification and that's basically what they were getting with the higher powered magnetic machines and the higher powered lasers, so on and so forth to uh, get quicker results. That's that's what they wanted. And that's what basically people still want. They want to put it on and, and get the result that they're looking for. So I hope that helps, Brandy. Uh, let's see, come down here. My clients. Okay, let me, I lost that one. Is PEMF and trans stimulation the same? Kim, just uh, ask that. That's yes, I just explained that. Let me see here. I'm looking at the questions. Could I use MagnaWave in the same fashion as the treatment offered for the TMS for depression, anxiety, since PMF is a FDA approved for that? I'm mostly asking for myself at the moment. I would want the Spiro Go for the clients or myself. Well, you, you know, we do not talk about specific indications and we do not uh, uh, diagnose when it comes to using our devices because that does overstep the bounds of the FDA. But if you're using it on yourself and you want to understand what what the PEMF does uh, to utilize it in that fashion for for health uh, in the shoulders and head and neck area, it could be very uh, beneficial and provide some some comfort there. So you can kind of think that through uh, yourself as to how how you would man manipulate. But it is uh, very similar in terms of that, in terms of the TMS device and provides very similar energy. Uh, to the body, so you can uh, you can approach that. I can say that we've had people with various indications have used our devices similar in similar fashions and have been very pleased uh, with what they did. Okay, um, it is 100% CE approved. Pat, who asked the question, what devices? Uh, my understanding, John, is that it is what we uh, label as the semi devices, the semi three, the semi five. Um, semi 10 is in the process uh, of being uh, cleared, but the semi five uh, or the semi three that you have, uh, my understanding is that they are CE uh, cleared at this point. We we know that from our own research as we have looked uh, to better understand where our devices fall and uh, and other devices from other manufacturers that we utilize where they fall into that process. Okay, will the blanket that is in the works be geared towards human usage or horse animal usage? Well, the blanket, um, it's a great question. Uh, the blanket will be initially designed to be utilized on a horse. Um, and uh, we have designed it, we got it in the, out for quotes to have it built. Uh, so it can be utilized with the various machines uh, that we utilize from the Max, the Maya, into uh, the other devices. So that's where where that is. The aspect of having a blanket that could be utilized uh, for on a bed or something like that is uh, also in discussion and in the works. Uh, so it would be uh, the same design, not same, not the same look design, but the same feature design as how it be uh, how it could be used. So that is uh, where we're heading there. 
Okay, <clears throat> let me see if there's anything else. I thought there was going to use Magnolia. Thought I saw another question that I missed. Um, okay, my client's horse had a temperature of 104. Vet came last night, gave antibiotics, and is thinking it is a tick born. This morning the horse has 102. Would you magnate? If so, how long? I also have the LZR. In some cases, I would ask your veterinarian, in some cases over the years, the veterinarians have wanted to provide the antibiotics, break the temperature, uh, and the temperature appears to have broken, but get the temperature down to where it is normal and then treat. Let the antibiotics do their job and then become to treat. Treatment time would be normal, uh, depending on the area. If you're doing a full body treatment, 20 to 30 minutes for a full upper body uh, type of treatment on that animal. Um, but again, I would ask the veterinarian. Some veterinarians over the years have said that once I give the antibiotics, you can treat because we want to get the good blood flow. We want to cool the area as much as possible and, and help it along. Others have a different opinion of that. And I, so I would ask your veterinarian, do they want you to wait until the temperature has returned to normal and then to provide comfort and good blood oxygenation and good blood flow? That would be the question to ask of your veterinarian. Uh, let's see. I don't. I Lyra says you have so much fun doing this, and it shows. Thank you very much. I do have fun doing this. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Is PMF transmagnetic the same? I have relative with seizures. Thoughts with MagnaWave on her. Well, uh, there's been a lot of discussion and on seizures. Again, this is something to talk with the doctor about. To as far as how to use it, when to use it uh, in those situations. Dr. Pollock has addressed seizures, uh, being positive about utilizing PEMF uh, on the seizure, but then you're talking about medication level, occurrence of seizures. So that's something that you really need to visit with the doctor about and, and have a conversation in that area. There have been some, as Dr. Pollock has pointed out, there has been some very good success with people that experience seizures and utilizing uh, low level or low power devices. When I say low power, our device turned way down or another device that is in a low power range. Could I use MagnaWave as uh, treatment? Oh, okay, We've, I've answered that one already. Um, Let's see, I've already had a government agency contact me, so I had shut, so I had to shut my site down. So needed to be in 100% legal, no gray area with regards to CE. Um, John, we will reach out again uh, to the factory and verify that for you and, and get back to you. Uh, uh, perhaps Emily can make a note of that for me and uh, we can uh, reach out to them. We are told that it is in place, that the, the devices are uh, stickered. We can check that on devices that we have in-house uh, to see if they've begun putting the stickers uh, on the device uh, showing the CE and the, and the class of clearances that they have. Uh, so we will verify that for you, John, and get back to you. Don't let me forget doing that, please, uh, uh, Tony and uh, Emily. When does Vivify open? I have clients getting excited, excited about it. Vivify uh, is our new clinic, and uh, we can maybe run the commercial here in a minute, uh, if Tony has it ready, uh, that we're using for Vivify. And uh, the opening weekend is the 18th of August. 
and we're utilizing it now. The soccer players, the, the football players in town, a lot of folks are utilizing the clinic as we're getting it set up and, and finalized. So we're testing and doing everything to get used to it. So it is coming in the next couple of weeks that we will officially be open with the Vivify clinic. And uh, one of the things that we're going to do with that is, is the marketing that we're going to uh, utilize throughout the, the area here, certainly in Louisville, but expand that through uh, social platforms and, and other media uh, would be to have if someone, and because we want to do it in a fashion that it can be utilized by the practitioners if they want to tie into that as an identity for their maybe some human side stuff that is uh, set up properly, safety tested properly, da 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 and offer some of the same types of services. Uh, they can, it's gonna be tiered. Somebody can do just PEMF under Vivify or they can do uh, MagnaWave under Vivify or they can do other devices uh, if they wanna add compression or other things. Uh, it's kind of convoluted in how I'm describing it, but uh, the 18th of August is the uh, target opening date for Vivify. Um, Tony, do we have the commercial? Can you play it? Let's see, what are we doing? He's going to add it. He's going to pull it up for us, I think. I see Tony down here on my screen. I'm kind of watching him see how it's coming. He's got a big smile on his face like, where is it? <laughs> Get him up, Tony. Brush that hair. Brush those teeth. Talk to somebody. Come on. <laughs> Here it comes. Is it coming? It's coming. All right. I'll look for some other questions. Uh, let's see. a little uh, garbled there for some reason maybe the playback speed but uh, we'll get that worked out but a lot of things compression cold therapy red light therapy uh, uh, cryotherapy certainly I've got my cryotherapy next one coming up at uh, two o'clock today I'm loving that cryotherapy it's really incredible to uh, aid with uh, arthritis issues and things like that so it's just a lot of fun and we're looking forward to it and if you want to know about it just uh, give us a call and we'll talk about it okay uh, if the SIMI device gets CE, won't the higher powered digital device also get it? Or might there be a power threshold? Well, there's certainly uh, in the processes of, because everything is device specific, John, 
they, they were they're starting with the semi devices and then moving up and the other manufacturers that we use are also doing the same thing each device has to be safety tested independently each device has to be registered independently and then they then they go for health canada or for ce in europe so uh yes it will move up the uh up this threshold uh, of the power differences, but it just will not be a blanket uh, CE uh, when it's there. And again, we're going to verify exactly the status of that. Okay. Planning a road trip. Okay. What services will the clinic be offering? We just showed that. I uh, hope you were able to see that. Will MagnaWave speed up the fusion of the coffin bone to the fetlock? The horse's joint is partially fused and the owner is wanting me to magnawave the horse rather than do surgery to fully fuse it since it's already fusing on its own. The, the short answer to that question is it's been shown to do that. It's been shown to aid the fusion to, you know, the, there is a device for non-union fractures uh, in humans for bone healing and helping the fuse uh, the fracture. So the thought that it would do the same in the often bone area to help that out, it would certainly be for uh, worth a try, you know, in just a matter of weeks, because you're gonna come back and do another radiograph and see what's there. And so certainly to try that before surgery would be, uh, I would think that'd be something to, uh, to have a look at, to talk to the veterinarian about and to make a run at it. We see situations all the time where the veterinarians are very pleased with the healing process and the speed that the PEMF brings to the animal and, and the healing process to help it along. As we know, it improves blood flow, blood oxygenation, allowing the horse to be in better or the animal to be in better situation to heal itself. Let the body do the healing process on its own, which our body does miraculously with many things that happen to us. It's just when things get in the way that it becomes harder for that to, for that to happen. So uh, most certainly that could be something that could be addressed and would certainly be worth giving it a shot prior to resorting to a surgery type of situation, particularly since it's already in the fusing uh, process. All right. Um, floating. There you go. Uh, Vivify looks good. Uh, like a step, like a one-stop shop. Exactly what I want to do here. There you go, John. And that's where we're trying to head and uh, we'll work together on that if you'd like to. Okay. Any other questions? Simply post them in the chat box. Let's see if I've had a uh, someone. Oh, yep. We got a question here. Let's bring it up. Let's make the call. Ring it up. Hello. Oh, lost him. Quick question regarding, let's try one more time, see if we can get him up. Hello? Yes, Pat Zemer here. Hey, Pat. Thanks for calling. I had a question about using the mat on a plastic table uh -huh. uh, that the client's laying on with metal legs uh -huh. um, on a pulse pro, and it, it's arcing underneath the table, touching the patient, but between the legs, not from the machine itself, and not touching the itself below the plastic part of the table between the metal legs. Correct. Okay, uh, the question is, what happens is that there are probably rips on those legs and there's airspace between them and the device, because of its power, can cause those to arc. Ideally, you'd have a, a table with a wooden leg, 
Um, sometimes if they're tight enough, they, they won't do that. If it's a tableware and you could, you could do a couple of things, you could take a piece of Velcro, a Velcro strap, because a lot of times they have a, a like a, a little leg and, the, and it slides up and catches. And it's the air in this area here. You can take a piece of Velcro and tighten that up. If you can tighten it up to where the air is not as much, you may very, you may eliminate the arcing altogether. Uh, you could do the same thing potentially with string. Uh, or I'll tell you what else would work would be a zip tie. Take and, and wherever those joints are, put a piece of zip tie around that and tighten that up. And that may eliminate that, that arcing. To the client, uh, the, the, the thing to do is to turn the machine down a little bit. It will not harm them. It not, will not cause anything, but it can be unnerving to hear that clicking going on at, at that spot. I would try to put maybe utilize a uh, um, different uh, type of table. Okay, and when you're saying the zip tie and the Velcro, is that where, like when you're pulling the legs down to lock into place? Yes. So at the joint there, is that where you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Okay, got it. You might give okay, that a perfect. Try. Well, that, thank you so much. Yeah, that may work, and uh, give that a shot and see what happens. Cool. Thank you so much. You're Bye, welcome. Bye bye. Have a great day. You too. That was Cheryl from California. Great question. Uh, arcing is an issue. Sometimes I want. I, sometimes you have a, a necklace or a bracelet on your on your hand or arm, and you can, if it's loosely made, if the, if the links are loose, you can get a little arcing on a bracelet or a necklace. That's why we always recommend that folks take their uh, jewelry or whatever they're wearing off. Uh, but if it's a tightly woven bracelet or necklace, it's typically not an issue. But that is the challenge on chairs that have metal rivets or metal connectors as they slide into place if you can tighten that up you can eliminate some of that uh, some of that problem i've had a metal frame that we used for a couple of years with the wave oasis with the pemf and what we did is they we replaced the that had notes uh, butts bolts and nuts and what we did is we took the metal bolt and nut out and put in uh, fiberglass and tightened it down and that eliminated the problem uh, on those on that particular uh, bedding that we were utilizing for the wave oasis. So there's ways to get around it. Ideally use a, um, a bed or a massage table that does, has, has wooden legs that you don't have that particular type of issue. All right, um, let's see. 502-414-3436 if you'd like to ask me a question and we can have a conversation that would be very good let me come back over here see if we've had some additional yep there we go um let's see all right the conference that you all had in june can you still purchase the online portion uh, material to watch yes you can uh, you simply uh, call the office or send a email to support at MagnaWave PEMF. Uh, tell them what you'd like to do, and uh, they'll certainly get you set up and take care of that. You can call and ask for Teresa in the training department, and uh, she can help you with getting the materials that you'd like to have. Great conference. A lot of good information was there, and if you'd like to participate, you certainly can. All right. Uh, treating one-month-old colt. Let me move this up. Lee asked, treating a one-month-old colt that has a bone infection, standing 
leg failing. The vets are saying prognosis poor. His pastern is almost on the ground. Euthanasia recommended. I'm struggling to say I can make a difference without making claims. Um, it's so hard to watch the vets throw in the towel and con condemn a cult. Would you think the age and young stem cells would make recovery possible? Agree? <clears throat> well, it wouldn't hurt to try. And now the way you're describing the pastern uh, almost on the ground, you, you got a challenge there. But to certainly, we once had uh, a horse, world champion horse that founded right after the world champion. It was a saddlebred. The world championship uh, was laying on the ground, could not get up. Both foundered, front feet foundered, and uh, we basically uh, laid the uh, feet within the coils and treated and within two days the horse was standing and recovered was never able to compete but did recover uh to to uh for folding purposes and and everything was fine from that from that uh situation so it certainly could provide comfort uh to the animal and while you're trying to see what it would what it would do i certainly wouldn't make any any promises but it would certainly be worth a try great question uh, aloha to Leilani. Thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, let's see, email us. Okay. Oh, there we go. Email for the uh, for the information. Good. If you have a question, simply put it in there and we will answer it for you. Uh, John, yep. Let's see. Any other questions? Okay. If you have a question, simply post it in the chat box and I will have a look at it and we can... Uh, um, answer your questions. That's what we want to do. Or send me a text with your name and I will give you a call back and we will talk. If not, we will not keep you all all day long. We like to be here, but we want to answer answer questions and have conversations. Graham's with us on CastBox this morning. He says, hey, health hacker. There you go. Hack that health away and improve your health. and We'll be okay and everybody will be happier. That's the, that's the goal anyway, is to keep everybody happy in that type of situation. We are excited about the uh, Vivify uh, coming along. We've had a lot of interest in, in doing it. We've had a clinic for years. We've, we've always done that and, uh, and wanted to do it. And, you know, the FDA comes and they say, you need to say this and you can't say that. And you need to separate these out so you don't say things over here that you can't say over there. or You don't want to do something here that you should be doing there. And so it gets very... Uh, convoluted in, in, in sometimes and then and, and when you bring when you stack the therapies and you bring other therapies into play and utilizing them and getting the results because they all do similar things but a lot of times two things together like we've experienced with the LZR and the PEMF and the MagnaWave is just really wonderful a lot of times to use the two situations together the two modalities together so we like the the stacking idea to put them up there and uh make them work. That's what we all want to do. Uh, let's see. Freddie Kimmel uh, was very good at, at uh, the uh, MagnaCon. We certainly appreciated his being there and he's going to be back next year and he and Elaine are working on a new project now that Elaine was telling me about yesterday and so we're excited about that as well and so um, that's what's going on there. If you have a question, post it please. I'd be happy to uh, have a look and answer it and Folks on CastBox, I'm glad you're here. We appreciate you being here and uh, giving us an opportunity to give you some education about MagnaWave, PMF, and everything going forward in that degree. Okay, let me see. Uh, no other questions there. 
Okay. Oh, my Maya stopped pulsing during a session. I've put in a request to have it repaired, but read about possibility of doing a factory reset. Um, should I try that? And should someone contact me with the instructions? Thank you, Jane. Okay. Yes. A uh, couple of things in play there. I would call the office, ask for Lee in support, or send an email to support at Magnawave PEMF, and Lee will get right back to you. Uh, Emily, you might uh, um, make note here. Um, where'd it go? Well, questions are coming all of a sudden. Where'd that question go? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, there's a question above that. So, Jane, uh, Lee, you might, I mean, uh, Emily, you might have someone reach out to Jane, get her question answered on her Maya so we can get that squared away. Um, let's see. Have you heard of Asaya Redox that cell signaling supplement? The client brought this information to me last week. I wondered how it compares to C60. Well, I'll have to look it up and uh, have a look at it. It's cell signaling supplement. I've not heard of that specifically, but I will take it some time and have a look at it and tell you uh, what it may be. Uh, if how it compares to C60. C60 is kind of a lone ranger in the telomere world to uh, help the health of your, your telomeres in your genetic setup. And maybe this is something that is very similar. People, you know, it's like I talked to you about TMS and what people do is they create a device or they create a supplement and they want it to appear to be standalone, uh, not compared to anything else. And so they'll call it something, they'll describe it in a particular fashion and you got to dig pretty deep to find out that, well, it's actually very similar to this and it's that. Doesn't mean it's not good. That's just how uh, companies, they want to set themselves apart. The trans, uh, uh, transmagnetic stimulation, the TMS devices, that's exactly what they do. They don't call it PEMF. You have to get into their literature to get down to where it is a magnetic uh, signal that is pulsed into the head area into the brain area for specific reasons and specific types of purposes. So uh, we'll do some look there. Thank you. Um, let's see. Leilani is moving. Uh, yep. Emily will follow up. Thank you. Um, Maya tuned in here a bit tardy and caught the tail end of you talking about Vivify. Can you say more about the topic covered, please? Sure, it is a clinic that we are opening on the 18th of August. It's just a rebranding of our current clinic in a manner that we can uh, keep everything in a, in a manner that we don't uh, break any rules with the FDA or the various uh, regulatory bodies that are that are out there that we need to follow and stay in line with as, as good as possible. Offering cryotherapy, um, uh, compression therapy, red light therapy, sauna, red light sauna, infrared sauna, float tank, uh, and then compression. I think I mentioned that brain tap will be available at the uh, at the clinic as well. So and, and certainly the uh, wave oasis, the what we call a dry float to give you the the feeling and the lightness and the vibration uh, from the wave oasis and the PEMF. And then the uh, the float tanks, and we're working with the float tank companies, and you know, on a project to uh, connect PEMF through the float tank uh, in a manner in which it's manufactured that the uh, 
the, the coils will be positioned not in the water, but the coils will be positioned to where we can provide PEMF to the participants in the float tank. So we're working on those types of projects. It's fun to do that. I mean, a lot of people have great ideas and want to bring things to the table in that fashion. I've been talking to Leilani about her CBD products and a way to, to help with that and bring those things to fruition in a good manner for the practitioners. And so we're heading in a lot of different projects going on and we're excited about them. Uh, let's see, um, regarding high performance horses such as polo and barrel racing because exerting so much energy and need to cool down, should we give treatment longer because of this? <clears throat> You really don't have to treat a lot longer because what happens in, in now an animal's different than a person. You can treat, you can put a coil on your back and treat your back for 10 minutes and take a blood sample in your finger and you'll see improved blood flow, separation of blood cells. Uh, you'll see the, the white blood cells be much larger, so the oxygen is better, the cells can better do their jobs after just a 10 to a 15 minute treatment uh, on the lower back. An animal, certainly more muscle content, larger, but horse, we're talking about a horse from that perspective. But to treat them uh, for 20 minutes after competition and you change 20, 30 minutes after competition, you've changed their blood flow, you've changed their blood oxygenation, they're gonna cool down. You're gonna aid their cooling process tremendously. You'll help their recovery time. To spend more time than that is not necessary. Um, it just isn't. And if you get into a situation, and we've had this happen a lot, and you've all probably heard me talk about it. If you get into a situation where you're treating an animal for an hour, and because and you're treating everything on the animal that maybe doesn't need to be treated, because if you treat the upper body, you're treating the legs. Now, if there's a problem on a knee or a foot, then you want to spend some time on the knee, the foot, hock, stifle, wherever it may be. But if, if everything is in pretty good shape and you're just working on recovery, treat the upper body for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes if you wish. But if you go an hour and you do all that stuff and then all of a sudden you realize that greatly limits how many horses you can do in a day or in a process, that you start taking time away. People don't like you to take time away. People love for you to give them extra time. So use the time that is that is beneficial, use the time that works, and then add time as necessary. So if, in, and then, you know, if you need to add a few bucks for that, add a few bucks. They're happy to do that. They, they, wanna, they want their animals to be well cared for in that situation. But to treat them, as I say, uh, my treatments, when I was on the road doing it full time, uh, my basic treatment, normal treatment was 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes, and then I would add five minutes for the feet, five minutes, 10, 10 minutes if necessary. So sometimes my treatments would drift into 35, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour, but my time allocated normally was 20 to 25 minutes. And everybody knew that, that's what they got. So if I gave them something, they liked it, but they don't want you to take something away and then expect to charge the same amount of money. That's just, a, uh, and I'm not trying to snafu or pull any wool over anybody's eyes. It, that's just the way uh, to do it. 15, 20 minutes is ample. You've, you refresh the blood, you refresh refreshed how everything's moving through the body, you've improved oxygenation, that will cool them, that will help them recover. So that, I uh, hope that helps with your, uh, with your question, Leilani. 
Um, Matthew asked a question. I have a soul machine. It's a few months old. Just curious on what the sparking pulsing will sound or feel like when the machine is due uh, for a recalibration. Typically, the way to tell if a device is needing recalibration is that if you can, cannot turn it down to zero. The electrodes can, for a couple of reasons, the electrodes, there's an uh, actual spark going between the electrodes, which will wear them down. And so if you turn the machine down and they can't, when they, you turn the machine down, the electrodes touch and they stop sending a, a spark between them. If it needs to be recalibrated, they'll be in a situation that they cannot shut all the way down. And so they will be firing all the time. And in some cases that, that you, that's, in, if you run it real low in some cases, and it's got a little space there, and it's firing all the time. Well, there's Elaine calling me. I don't know if she wants to be on the air. Hey, Elaine. You're on the air. Oh, yeah, I'm on there. Hi, everybody. It's office hours. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. Any questions that you have for me, Dad, that somebody's asked before I let you go? No, I think, you know, we've got everything handled. The the crew is doing it very well for the follow-up, so we're in good shape. Fantastic. Okay, well, call me when you're done. Okay, bye-bye. Love you, bye. bye. Well, there you go. And um, so she, I, I, I turned my phone off for calls, but she can get through any time, um, which is great until 11 o'clock, and then all of a sudden she's got something she wants to talk about, and she gets through all the, all the time. Anyway, I was back with the... <laughs> The sole question, if they cannot connect and shut off, then it needs to be or would could be recalibrated. I've had customers that that doesn't bother them. They turn it higher than that and they're not concerned about the low speed or the fact that it's continually going. However, I will say with the Soul and the Pulse Pro machines, they're, they're powerful enough that if they're not touching, you're delivering a signal that a lot of people can feel or a lot of animals can feel, and it may be more than you want to use in some of those situations. So the, that's the difference. It, you, when you turn it down, it will not stop. That will be the first indication that it needs to be recalibrated. Now, machines will, uh, because of the way they're, they're made, they will be erratic at times with their signal. Be click, 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 click. Click, click. A lot of that is based on the humidity, the moisture in the air around you because it is a live signal and there could be things going on, uh, you know, moisture wise. Uh, also, it has to do with the muscle mass and the moisture content of the body as the signal goes in, it hits resistance and then it comes back. And so those kind of things can cause an erratic signal. That's not an issue. You need to just allow that, be used to that. Digital machines don't have that problem too much. They can. It, you can have the same issue situation with a digital machine because it's not a live spark. It's a computer-generated surge of energy that puts the signal out on a digital machine. The, the analog machines or the actual live spark chamber machines can, number one, you're going to necessarily recalibrate them over a period of time. Number two is the moisture content in the body, the moisture content in the air, and, and muscle content can cause erratic, erratic signals to be delivered. So um, there you go. I hope that answers that question. Um, let's see. Oh, Cameron's answering a question. Um, let's see. 
Leilani, FYI, regarding the C60 question, C60 is a dramatic, no unpaired electrons, which means it does not conduct electricity. This is why using MagnaWave PEMF is highly conductive to use pulse and supplements into the cells. Just like CBD adheres to the CB1 and CB2 receptors, you want to use the MagnaWave PEMF to pulse into cells, which is a key to helping the body create homeostasis. And Thank you, Leonie, for uh, answering that and kind of taking it a, a bit further on the C60. Her, her education and her intelligence in these areas is very well appreciated, and uh, we can learn a lot from those types of situations. Um, client can't find HydroWave on the website. I couldn't find it either. Is it for sale through your website or just a practitioner portal? Emily, we need to uh, fix that. We've talked about that. Uh, there was a point in time for some things going on that we moved it into the practitioner portal where the practitioners could order it and utilize it in that fashion. But we need to, uh, Emily, if you'll make note, let's get together on that uh, later today or tomorrow and uh, work out putting the uh, HydroWave back uh, on the main front reading website. Thank you, uh, Lee, for bringing that to our attention. We knew it. I've looked at it. We talked about it. And things get things get crazy. You know, I got to get up, brush your teeth, brush your hair, call somebody, tell them what you want to tell them. Um, so <laughs> amazing. 26 years ago uh, this month. Um, just amazing how that goes. OK, let's see if we have any other questions here on the uh, regarding Arky. Nope, that's not there. If you would like to talk to me, uh, it's 502-414-3436. Give me a text and I will call you right back and answer your questions and make sure that everything is okay with what you want to know there. If you would like to put something in the stream, please do that. And uh, what, let's see, what are people using to take the large mat on the road? We are worried about rate arcing. Thanks. Um, Kendall, it's not, you, you won't, when you take the large mat, I would use a, um, I would use a, uh, that was my son calling, uh, he can get through to any time, so. Um, I, I, I would use a, a pion chair uh, that's primarily wood. I would use a massage table to uh, put the wave oasis on or the large mat on to, uh, to utilize. Arcing is not always a problem with every piece, but you just wanna know that it can occur. And uh, I used to use the zero gravity chairs with the brand I bought. I don't even know, remember, they're gone now. It's been years ago when I was on the road in the bus full time. But we used some zero gravity chairs and uh, didn't have a serious problem. Again, it's how high you turn the device. Uh, if you get an arcing, just back it off a little bit. In many cases, the arcing will stop. Um, but if you want to do that, utilize a, uh, a chair, a folding chair, a peon chair. Actually, I found uh, some an Adirondack chair uh, that's all wood that has a foot rest and kind of reclines and it folds up reasonably uh, that can go into a trailer or and be transported that I've used the mats on. Uh, that there is certainly no arcing in that type situation. So there are some solutions out there. We'll do some more research as well and kind of post that as to what could be uh, recommended. Um, and, and that's how you would be an e easy or good way to approach uh, those types of situations or questions. And uh, I thought somebody was coming down. Um, okay. Any other questions? Let's see. 
can hydrowave be used to treat an equine fungus? Uh, now, are you talking a, a skin fungus, a skin growth? Most certainly, uh, as um, would be, yes. If that's, if that's what you're uh, researching or talking about, it would be certainly beneficial to utilize the hydrowave. Spray it in an aerosol form, just spray it on the area, and it's going to, number one, help keep it clean. Number two, the silver that's present in there will serve as a disinfectant to help control that and, and uh, kill the fungus potentially. Uh, you could use it. Uh, what some people have done when they have situations like that, one of the things that I've seen some folks do is they'll spray the hydrowave and they'll let it absorb, and then they'll put an antiseptic type of uh, uh, topical on the on the area itself. I've always used a Lubricin uh, product for that, and so it's a it's a surface-based. Uh, uh, product with hyaluronic acid, which helps close the areas and helps disinfect the areas. So use the HydroWave, let it dry, and then put a topical over the top of it that's beneficial to that, and that you can potentially see some great results. What you could use, you could use the HydroWave, spray it, helps clean it, helps keep it there, and then whatever you might buy or whatever the veterinarian might recommend as a topical to put on the fungus go right ahead, go right over the top of it again. And then you could come back once that's dried and in place, spray it again with the uh, HydroWave just to give it a good, a good covering from that perspective. They're very complimentary when utilized in that type of fashion. Hope that helps. Um, so it is the actual plug-in cord or is it an, ext oh, I don't know that. I'm not, I'm not with Becky on that. They're talking about the other question with the machines that I think some of the folks are helping with. Uh, Rob asked a question, would the Hyroa be 50% solution with water or straight uh, straight up? Well, you, you could do what you wish. Typically, we have found that you can extend the use of the Hyroawave by uh, by diluting it with uh, right, with water and uh, utilizing it in that, in that fashion. You don't want to use distilled water. You want to use a good... Uh, a good tap water or a good mineral type of water to dilute and um, not that you couldn't use distilled but it's just better to use a standard uh, type of water you can go straight up if you want to apply the high there's nothing there that's going to hurt anything uh it's just that it's the solution works very well and it just extends the extends the life or the usability of the product that you purchased to dilute it 25 percent 50%. I wouldn't go much more than 50% dilution. You don't want to get it diluted to the point that you're not getting the silver uh, content that you want to get to the area of, of use. And so that's how, that's what I would do. But you know, if you want to use it straight up, you can. Uh, I know a lot of times in the uh, bovine world where they're using it on cattle for pink eye and things like that, they'll go straight up because they want, they want as much of the silver and what they're doing as possible in the area. They're nano-sized particles of silver. They're not uh, big particles. They're not, they're not going to leach uh, if you give it internally. And that's another thing you could do if you're talking about it's in the skin, it's in the system. If you want to take it internally, put some in their drinking water and let them get it into their system. And so it's into their bloodstream and doing fighting it from the inside out as well as coming at it from the outside in. Could be uh, give you some of the some, some of the result that you're looking for. Great question. Thank you very much. Um, 
had a client use HydroWave on scratches on her horse. It cleared it up. It'll do that. It, it'll, it'll, I had a bug bite. I talked about my bug bite that turned into a, a rash and I had a hell of a time getting rid of it. I used the combination, uh, nasty bug bite and uh, no fun. And I used a combination of the HydroWave and the Lubricin uh, topical and it, it just was wonderful. Uh, took away the itching that the, uh, uh, that the rash caused. And so uh, that's just a way to have a look at it and, and to try stacking the various uh, uh, various products. All right, any other questions? We're running out of time. It's been fun to be here today and we always appreciate that. Um, let's see if there's anything else before we go. Don't wanna miss anybody. Okay. Looks clear. We've had a lot of folks join us on uh, CastBox today. We appreciate that. We're glad that you're with us on the, the MagnaWave Facebook page, YouTube, and uh, where we broadcast on the website as well. It's always a pleasure. We always have some good questions and good conversation. You can uh, catch these in uh, replay and uh, there you can catch them. We've had some, uh, I've kind of fallen behind on my biohacking wellness TV channel, but uh, Tony and I and Emily are working on uh, bringing that up to speed and getting that going so you can watch these programs and other health related biohacking things on the biohacking wellness uh, channel. There, It's there, you can watch it on uh, on Fire TV, Apple TV, um, any, of the, any of the particular, uh, devices, uh, streaming devices that you want to watch it, you can you can certainly do that on your cable, on your cord cutting, whatever you're doing, but it's out there um, available to you. Uh, listen, thank you for being with us. Uh, it's been fun today and we'll see you next week and everything's great. Wave on to better health. We love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye.